Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, social media, how we do our photography and videography, any trending news topics. And today we're going to be talking about food festivals. We Festivals of food. Yes, the best kind of festivals. <laughs> yeah. We went to our first one of the season yesterday. Yeah. So we are like officially in food festival mode. Yes. So we figured we'll talk about some of our favorite festivals, some pros and cons, like maybe advice for yeah. how to get the best out of a food festival. Yep. And just, you know, talk about food festivals. Yeah, sorry. I was, my sound was being weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we talk about the one we went to yesterday? Yeah. Okay. Want to do a recap? Yeah. So we went to Veggie Fest, which is the Hamilton's version of like a veg food fest. Yeah. And it was at ancaster fairgrounds so it was inside a building as Mm -hmm. opposed to a lot of the summer food festivals are outside in tents and booths um but this one was inside it was also so cold yesterday (laughs) so cold i wouldn't call it so cold it was a crappy day like i'm not gonna say it wasn't it was like gloomy out and it was raining the day before so you got that kind of stuff it wasn't that cold it was devin thinks things are colder than they actually are it, did got, it got warmer by the end of the but day. But I mean, but it's the same thing of me. Like, I think things are warmer than they actually are. Like, mm. it's really hot out, but you no. don't think it is. So I could go out there and get goosebumps right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no. So it was chilly, but it wasn't that cold. It was yeah. chilly. But it made it so that you didn't really want to sit outside because it was also kind of like wet. Yeah. Um, And it was very crowded inside. Yes. Now, this is disclaimer the first year we've gone so we mm-hmm. don't know how it was like previous years yeah. at all and it's one of the few ones we've been to that is inside like there's other i guess when they're inside they usually call them like a market, market or something yeah. like we've been to like the tva spring market last yeah. year that's inside um or pop-ups and things like that those are all yeah. inside i've never been to one that's called itself a festival and been inside yeah and like as soon as we pulled into the parking lot first of all it was packed. Oh, yeah. We had to park like a mile <laughs> that away. That blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, what? This seems like, what is happening? I like, know. this looks like it's like, you know, like when Rib Fest comes into town mm-hmm. and things like that. I was like, this seems like it's Rib Fest. Mm-hmm. Like, so thousands of people are here. They're going to hang out. <laughs> Do you think that we underestimated it because it was Hamilton and we're like, oh, I underestimate. I, I feel like I think of that for any GTA place. Yeah. Because it's not Toronto. Right. You know, Toronto's three million people and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you just assume that smaller towns don't have as big of a vegan scene. Yeah. And, but I don't know why I thought that because I know Hamilton has a pretty big and mm-hmm. strong vegan scene. But I don't know. I just didn't expect it to be that popular. Same. But also, like, again, like, I think the cars threw us. Like, I mean, it was busy inside. But it was a small space, too. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a big space. Yeah. Um, it was busy inside. But I think the cars threw us through a loop because we're used to the Toronto Veg Fest where there is no parking and people come in with transit. So you yeah. don't, you could know, you have no idea how many people are there. That's true. And it's much bigger space. The so things are spread out and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause when we first got there, I feel like it was probably peak time, like 1130. Yeah. It was probably the busiest mm-hmm. when we got there. And when you're trying to walk around, it's just not, there's as like fun. no space. And it's the same thing for the Toronto Veg Fest. It can like, get that way. When it's really yeah. busy, I have a hard time having fun because like you're just, 
shoving through crowds of people and i don't know that's you not fun to me you spend like 10 minutes in a line yeah and then you like gather a bunch of food and then you go eat it yeah and sit i for a like, bit. i don't know if i'm just like maybe i'm just not the right person for a festival like i like going to them and yeah. they're fun to just hang out at but i'm just not the type of person that's willing to wait necessarily t- 10 minutes in a line to get food especially mm-hmm. food that i can probably get anytime yeah i think do you think because you've been to so many now you're getting like they're just repetitive a little repetitive now. yeah the only thing that i wish like i mean i didn't go to a lot of food festivals before i was vegan so i have no idea the comparison between like a normal food fest mm. and a veggie food fest the only thing that i think of the few that i've gone to that aren't vegan food festivals it seems like it's more like specialized things because there's more variety right Mm. like food trucks and things like that or like there's small businesses that are opening up there but like there's not a huge variety in vegan food even in toronto Mm -hmm. so that to fill a festival with completely different things than the restaurants that are already in toronto Mm -hmm. so like i get that but like that's kind of the aspect i miss in vegan festivals is that like going there and finding something new and exciting or like when you would go to the x and like it's something on the menu that's not even on the menu of the regular place and something totally new that you can only try there yeah and there's like the select few places that they do take festival season as an opportunity to test new things yeah because like boon burger was there at the Hamilton Veggie yeah. Fest and they were had pizza pockets on their thing and they were like this is them. a new thing our chef just developed like the pepperoni it's an in-house thing yeah it's a new thing that he's working on so we're trying out it out here and it was so good and then at the bow place that drink mm. that we all got she even said like oh it's a new thing I'm trying out oh, nice be, I think it's gonna be popular for the festival season and stuff like that so yeah they see, do. like that's what I really really yeah. appreciate in festival like in people popping up at a festival and doing food like i really want new and exciting mm-hmm. things so like something like when we go to toronto veg fest mm-hmm. which we go to we will this be our fourth year going third year going fourth fourth i think yeah fourth fourth year going Whoa. yeah okay so this will be our fourth year going together um and like like it's great and all and like you do see like it's because it's a much bigger festival you do see some newer things pop up but like things like a pie clips which i love a pie clips the line's always crazy long and i get if you're not from toronto and can't mm-hmm. get it very often but like i'm from toronto i live like 20 minutes from a pie clips i can get it delivered to me they don't do anything mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. the only stuff they do maybe is like some baked goods not new but stuff they just don't do as much yeah. at the restaurant but like they don't really do anything new which bums me out a little bit because they, yeah. they seem like that kind of people that would do that. Yeah. But they do have that sister restaurant, oh, Burger KBLT. Burger Cult. Oh, Burger Cult. I think that's what it's called. Mm. That um, place. I like that place because you can't get that. You, you know you can't. Yeah, And exactly. it's so good. Yeah, no, it's so good. No, see, like things like that that you can't get mm-hmm. another time or you live far away from and can't get that often. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally go for it. I just wish more brands took the opportunity to like create something totally new for a festival just one item that's all you need to do even if it's really simple like a drink or something but like something new because to me that's what a food festival kind of is yeah and i also wish there was more vegan food trucks out there i know because there was two at the hamilton one there was eva's chimney eva's chimney cones yeah um and then um, globally local globally local which love globally local but they didn't have anything different yeah again same yeah it's the same stuff um eva's i also live near eva's um and i think there's some in mississauga mm-hmm. same menu stuff i've never I, had it i would have tried it if it wasn't so cold out yeah 
Um, but, but like to me, Eva's stuff is a little bit more festivaly, even though it's the same stuff they do serve at their place. It's not like a restaurant where you can go to a restaurant once a week and not get tired of it. But ice cream place, you don't really go to that often. At least I don't go to ice cream places that often. So I don't mind when ice cream places are a little repetitive because it's just ice cream. Mm -hmm. I mean, cool to change things up, but now what about just like the type of food that um, places choose to serve at a festival because there's like there's not usually a lot of tables right you might have to carry it around yeah. and stuff like that or sit on the ground and eat it yeah so do you think that they need to consider that when they're developing their menus yes. as well and i think that some places might because there's foods that are easier to produce in mass quantities yes. throughout the day and still like keep up the quality yeah but then there's some that either your line slows down or you can't get the quality as good because you're just pumping out so many yeah so what suggestions do you have for that i mean i'm no expert in food fest so no but i know we've seen like (laughs) yeah yeah no so like we've had um what was the one that we went to that's paid uh food and drink the toronto food and drink fest where we waited 40 minutes for tacos yeah that was a long time the tacos weren't great. No. I don't know if it's because they were trying to pump them out quickly. Yeah. Like, because even people were like, oh, the tacos are normally, like, yeah. really, really good. Um, I don't know if it was just us. Maybe we just don't like their tacos. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, again, they were just pumping them out, mm-hmm. trying to pump them out re- as quickly as possible that they weren't able to keep the same quality they normally would. But, like, yeah, we waited, like, 40 minutes for those tacos that were a pretty big disappointment. Yeah. For the time we waited for yeah. them. Yeah. Like, if we had just gotten them, like, 10 minutes, whatever sure you know sucks that they didn't taste as great as they we wanted them to mm-hmm. but it was only 10 minutes but it was 40 minutes we waited for those tacos mm-hmm. maybe longer i don't even know it how was long a it was long time yeah it was a long didn't time didn't i go and get food from somewhere yeah. else while you were still waiting yeah yeah now um, there was that other place also at food and drink fest arlo's yeah that had the mccain fries instead of like yeah which i mean i don't mind yeah like i think people were kind of disappointed in that they were but i don't mind that because it's fries Mm -hmm. like if it's something if that's a place you can cut corners on to be able to make something else like Mm -hmm. make something else from scratch i'm fine with that Mm -hmm. like food festivals i'm not here looking for five star food Mm -hmm. i'm just looking for some pretty good junk food you know so i like i have no issue with them using some frozen fries like i don't expect uh food festivals to have from scratch food every single time like if the whole thing was frozen that sucks mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't mind that that bad what if, do you think that that should impact the price though i mean I, I i mean everyone i think you should always price it based on how much it costs to make because like a huge food thing festival about going co- to, food is expensive. so expensive yeah you go we go into it being like okay we've just accepted that our bank accounts are not going to enjoy this. It blows my mind. And we don't buy nearly as much as some people do. No. And it blows my... Like, I don't want to spend $100 at a food festival. Yeah. I... No. I spent more money than I wanted to yesterday. And oh, we yeah. didn't even get that much. I know. Um, But, um, yeah, no. So, just going back to the food type of food before we go into prices of things. Types of food... I would... Like, I'm looking for some junk food and stuff you can easily eat with your hands. Mm-hmm um it's occasionally like you're allowed like serve some stuff that needs forks and cutlery and stuff too but just make don't make make sure that's not all you're offering Mm -hmm. have some stuff that you can just finger foods eat with your hands um like something we had yesterday the bow yeah the pulled no the sloppy joe bow i mean it's in the name but it was so messy it would have been so hard to eat if we didn't find a seat to sit down at yeah so um yeah that was difficult 
Um, they and were I probably really big. Yeah, they're huge. It was delicious. Yeah. Like it was absolutely delicious. It was just like really difficult to eat mm-hmm. and messy. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. But like uh, sandwiches are always like an easy thing. Mm-hmm. Tacos, anything you can eat with your hands is like preferable. Pretty much. And honestly, stuff that doesn't like I know ice cream is a big thing, but like outside of just ice cream and the stuff, stuff that can last in heat. Hmm. is really nice like we've bought raw desserts before oh, and like yeah. they don't sit you got to eat them right away yeah, yeah. so like that's kind of difficult i mean there's nothing there's no way around that if you're a raw mm-hmm. dessert company but like i don't know stuff that can withstand some travel time yeah um and i think it seems like sometimes especially with hamilton it was kind of dessert heavy it was dessert heavy but right? i don't know if that's just like the companies they have out mm-hmm. there were willing to come out there or whatever, yeah. right? So it's hard it must be hard to get that balance too. But it also could be because so like there wasn't a lot of like food to eat in the moment there. Yeah. Like desserts there were, obviously. But I think it also might be because just of the facility they're at, mm-hmm. they don't have the means of people to be able to like everyone have their own cooking station right. thing. Or because like desserts you can prep the day before and just bring there. You don't need to heat anything yep. up or whatever, right? So because, like, usually Apocalypse at um, Toronto Veg Fest mm-hmm. has their whole pizza oven and everything they're doing. They don't have that at other festivals because they just can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, that's the one thing. So that's, like, the one thing. Like, I never go to festivals to shop to bring home. Mm-hmm. I go to festivals to just eat there. Yeah, but a lot of people do come home oh, with, like, yeah. these halls. And Which I, I guess know. maybe we're just, like, a different festival goer, right? Yeah, like, I look at stuff and I'm like, oh, that that's really nice i would love to buy that but i'm here to spend money on food i'm eating right now yeah like i think it's more the money than oh it's absolutely the money right because i want to spend money on that food i can't get any other time if it's something i'm taking home it's probably something i can get another time yeah so um but yeah price moving on to price i hate food festival prices they're mm-hmm. so expensive. It's brutal. And like, I get it. It costs money, like yeah. labor, time, to get ingredients, a booth to get a booth. There is a heavy cost to it. Yeah. But like, we were at uh, food and drink and... You pay to get into that one. First, first of all. Yeah, which I, which I disagree with it completely. Yeah. A food festival should not... No way. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand maybe a market or a pop-up or something. Maybe. But like, I don't think a food festival should ever have to pay to get into if you do have to pay to get in, I feel like it should be pretty sample heavy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I really don't like... That's why we don't really go to that one much No, we anymore. only went once. We went once and we're in a huge fan of it. It was fun. It was good. It's but- like, it's no... The free one that Toronto mm-hmm. Ve- Toronto Veg puts on is better. Yeah. So why would not just go to the free one? Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. And we're not... I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the company that runs it, Vegandale, so... Yeah um but uh that one we went to i don't remember who was selling it but they had was it the impossible burger is it like a 20 dollar burger it was 20 dollars just for the burger the lineup was like three hours long and i was just like like i get it it's a novelty thing we don't have impossible burgers here but that doesn't mean you can charge overcharge people by eight dollars like that burger should not have cost more than like 12 15 max like 20 dollars for a burger yeah i'm sorry i don't care if you came from the states that's 20 bucks for a burger yeah on top of the fact that you paid to get in and you waited and you pay like 15 bucks to get in yeah that's crazy that's it's insane to me um yeah no i hate when 
Like, I don't mind paying a little extra to food festival because I think there's a little bit more work mm-hmm. that goes into it and all that stuff. I get that. But like, I don't know. I can't justify $20 for any dish you get at the Because it would be just fest. a burger. Yeah. Not even like a whole meal. Yeah. $20. Not even like fries on the side yeah, of that exactly. or like something. Yeah. No, it's literally a burger for $20. Mm-hmm. I can't justify that. I think the other problem with like <coughs> the paid festival model is that non-vegans are not likely to go to that. Yeah, really. Because right? that's kind of a commitment. Yeah. Like you're going to pay to get in and you don't even know if you're going to like anything. <coughs> yeah. So I think that could be a huge turnoff. I think so too. That's why, like, like, I'm curious to know the percentage of things. Like, there's no way of knowing, mm-hmm. especially for a free festival. People just show up. But I would love to know how many people at the Veg Food Fest yesterday were vegan me too and how many weren't yeah and like toronto one versus vegandale the one you have to pay for yeah i'm curious to know the percentages because like i'm more interested in going to one that like non-vegans want to go to as well just to come hang out and try it out because i don't know it just seems more welcoming Mm -hmm. not that like vegandale has i mean don't get me started with vegandale marketing (laughs) but it's not like the festival itself is like telling it's just when you put a price on it it's just kind of like, and it's just anyone who wants to try vegan food. If you're not, like, what if you don't have a lot of money and yeah. you're still a vegan, but you want to go 15 bucks to just walk in and not even get anything yeah. for that just blows my mind. Because like 15 bucks, you maybe only want to spend 40 bucks. Total. That's, that's like half your budget. You've probably had to like commute or pay for parking yeah. too. Like yeah, that no, all adds just, up so Yeah, fast. it's not even free parking there. Yeah. Which blows my mind. I just can't get over it. Thank goodness it was free parking yesterday. You just yeah. had to hike that's a good thing about gta mm-hmm. parking is typically free mm-hmm. um but yeah no um but as far as like smaller festivals go i think muskoka veg fest muskoka is out. underrated man now wait that was their first year? yeah it was their first last one. year it's underrated still <laughs> people need to go to muskoka's veg fest yeah i like it because it's far enough from toronto that we're getting all new products like mm-hmm. there were some familiar things there like rescue dogs was there apocalypse was there there's some familiar stuff but most of it we hadn't heard of before and it was really cool to see vegan options at a small really small community yeah and they were like truly small businesses where oh yeah people like oh we're in a couple like local stores and, you know, and that's my, it yeah. yeah my friends just my friends wanted this product so i started making it for them and now i'm just like in a couple stores yeah and it was just such a nice experience it was so nice you met so many nice people yeah. and it was much smaller like significantly was- smaller than any festival we've gone to but like it was just so chill and so fun and it didn't feel elitist and and all all. and like people were super nice and welcoming and i don't know i just really liked it and i want to go this year i just don't know if i'll be able to yeah and it was free and i think because um it's also in such a small town i feel like there was probably a lot of non-vegans there yeah right for sure yeah must be because how many vegans live in muskoka yeah or like have a cottage up there exactly so yeah, no, I really enjoyed that festival. It's probably my favorite one from last year mm-hmm. because it was just so like unexpectedly good. Mm-hmm. And it's such, so nice being able to eat your food with a lake behind you versus like city traffic. <laughs> yeah, it was such a good experience all around. And like it wasn't too crowded. And I'm like, I mean, I hope it gets busier because I hope people go out to see it and yeah. stuff. But yeah, no, it was just it was so much fun. And it was so cool to be able to like support some new businesses and 
like i think we bought more at that festival than we have at any other festival we did have a lot of take-home stuff yeah Yeah, we did i feel like we did that festival differently than we do a lot of festivals yeah we were just because i think we went in not really expecting much Mm -hmm. we just were like yeah let's go let's an excuse to go to the cottage yeah use muskoka veg fest to go to the cottage for a weekend and we went and like it's small but it was like we tried a lot of really good things and like we even tried hardy hooligan for the first time we tried there which was really good they had the dunkaroos the dunkaroos yeah like we tried so much stuff and i think we bought a lot yeah like we bought a strudel yeah we We bought bought cheese cheese. we also bought spreads yeah Yeah. because we had that at the cottage later um did we buy a jerky or something from hardy from hardy hooligan and yeah and the dunkaroos like we did a full-on taste test there we We sat down and ate a bunch of foods like i've never spent that much money at a food festival before yeah and i felt really good about it too yeah it didn't like i didn't feel bad spending the money because it's products i can't get anywhere else at least anywhere in toronto Mm -hmm. and it's like products that i feel good about supporting Mm -hmm. because they're like just like couples creating products because they wanted to yeah it's really cool i feel like i maybe was hoping that hamilton veg fest would be more similar to that me too but i mean muskoka is obviously smaller than hamilton so that would be a factor but i'm wondering if there's other small ones we should try to go to because it seems like we enjoy the smaller ones better because we just like we like smaller crowds maybe yeah I'm sorry. As soon as I see a crowd somewhere, I'm immediately in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, it really puts a damper on the experience. Because even yesterday, we went there with our friends. Yeah. And all of us, we did like a couple laps around Before the we venue. even really got into the festival. And then, like, yeah, we, and then we kind of just like st- stood around, just like being random and taking yeah. boomerangs. And then eventually, we all got hungry enough that like me and uh, Anne-Marie and Linda went off and got like Beyond Sausage and then you guys went off and then like we all kind of like started picking out food and yeah. actually doing the festival experience yeah but it took us a little bit of time and I think by the time we were ready it was also a little bit more empty oh yeah yeah definitely so we were like actually experiencing the festival yeah. whereas at first like when you and I first got there and no one else was there and we did that lap it was kind of like mm. it was most of that lap was me just like shoving through people and yeah. I was like just like it was basically like your penguin just like waddling through and I I didn't have time to check or I didn't want to check because like it was already crowded and I want to stop people behind me and I just like yeah yeah it just I don't know it wasn't as fun it's unfortunate I really don't like crowds yeah <laughs> and then maybe that's an us problem but definitely but I mean there might be other people that feel that way too right yeah um but yeah no so I guess we can get into like tips and like when you're going to a food fest things to like keep in mind I think one that we should definitely talk about and before like even a tip just like the sustainability factor for yes. festivals is a huge thing something that i don't like like there's a lot of biodegradable things mm-hmm. and packaging that people are doing which i like but something i don't like that because like it's been a big thing especially in the vegan community talking about sustainability mm-hmm. what i don't like and it happens at stores too is when people don't ask if you have your own container yeah <coughs> so like they'll start making something and before you can be like oh i have something for you to put it in they've already dirtied that thing so there's no point in mm-hmm. saying it right so like i wish and like they do that at stores when you're grocery shopping and they just start putting it in bags mm-hmm. automatically so like i wish people were more and again i think this is just an all people thing just trying to get used to the habit yeah. of not just like like because i think it's a also a customer service thing you just want to serve people as quickly as possible be as nice as possible things you just you don't want to like nag them for Mm -hmm. things like that um but i think i like really wish people got in the mindset of being like hey do you have your own container and even if they don't 
that might even trigger something in someone else's mind to be like, oh, I should have brought it yeah, in my own container. Yeah. yeah. So like I wish they got into the mindset, even just for my own selfish need of like remembering to be like, oh, I have my own container because yeah. I did have my own containers, but I forgot mm-hmm. that I had my own containers. Mm-hmm. The only time I remember it is when they asked if I needed a fork and I was like, oh, no, I have a fork. Right. Yeah. I was impressed by the place where we got the lemon or iced tea from because without like as soon as you ordered the drink, she was like, uh, just by the way, like the cups are biodegradable. Oh, nice. So I'll put it in the cup for you. Do you want a straw? It's a paper straw. Like that was front of mind yeah. for them. Nice. Which was really good because when you saw these plastic cups like sitting out on the counter, you're kind of like, oh, that's such a shame. Like yeah. all that plastic. Do I really want to take it? But like the, one of the first things she mentions is that it's biodegradable. Yeah. Because she knows that like people are starting to think about that. Yeah. But like there is a lot of waste that goes into a food festival and like i don't know if it was just us and we couldn't find it but it didn't seem like there was much recycling or compost like there wasn't division of waste yeah which confused me which i was was really expecting for a vegan festival to be very mindful of like this is where garbage goes recycle and food waste Mm -hmm. but like it didn't nothing was labeled Mm -hmm. so i assume people were just throwing things in anything yeah i didn't know where to put it yeah and i felt like really weird about that yeah (laughs) i did not like that it's such a little thing. And I mean, food festivals are probably already so complicated to yes. run and oh, yeah. to have a booth at. Sustainability is like just another layer on top of that. But it's a pretty it's a huge event. important layer to think about. I yeah, think. because when like single use plastic and single use waste is like hand in hand with a food festival. Yes. Oh, yeah. It produces so much waste. Yeah. So it should become more of a priority, right? Mm-hmm. I agree um yeah so something that you can like do to i guess mitigate your at least your footprint when going to a thing is bringing your own containers bringing your own straw bringing your own cutlery like i brought all of that yesterday Mm -hmm. i didn't get a drink so i didn't need the straw but i used my own fork and i gave one to lisa to use because she forgot hers Mm -hmm. i didn't use my own container and i wish i had when i was getting the bows Mm -hmm. because i totally just like forgot to like i because like when you think of containers too, you're like, oh, it's just for the extra stuff or whatever. When I was like, oh, I should have just given them to put it on this instead. Yeah. So funny story. When I went back to the bow place yeah. to get one of the iced, iced teas, teas, the person in front of me had a container and they were like, they could almost not fit the bow in their <laughs> container. It was kind of unfortunate, but they did their best because yeah. the woman, like, it was important to both of the, yeah. like the customer and the business that they used the container. But I mean, it's good for sustainability, but you eat so much food at a food festival take the containers in case you can't eat it oh all. yeah exactly like you will thank yourself later yeah no absolutely um bring reusable napkins oh yeah like, like a, a little cloth or yeah. something like that just to have um for this isn't sustainability but i just thought of it like for the outdoor ones we always bring a blanket to sit yes, on yes because sometimes it's hard to find like a bench or something um also bring your own water bottle yes because drinks can be pretty pricey or to buy, hard to find. Or hard to find. Especially just drinks to have in the moment or something like that. Mm-hmm. Bring your own water bottle just so you have a backup in case. Mm-hmm. And like you can fill that water bottle up with whatever mm-hmm. if you want to fill it with something. But yeah, I would bring a water bottle. You have to kind of like if you want to be sustainable at a food fest, you kind of have to bring a lot of things. But yeah, you've got to have like a solid I think it's worth food it. festival carry bag. Maybe yeah. we should do like a food festival essentials kit type kit. thing. Yeah. yeah. Would that be interesting it might be interesting especially for like yeah like what what you need to bring to a food festival yeah this is what we carry around all summer to our, our yeah food our festivals. food festival survival guide. survival guide survival yeah. kit yeah well that'd be fun what's in our food festival to go bag <laughs> we should totally do that yeah um 
other kind of tips for food festivals and we didn't really do that with this one but we tend to get to food festivals early Mm -hmm. like especially the toronto one we get there early and just kind of like even before things open because Mm -hmm. it's a public space um we just kind of get there and hang out and look at what's there and find the game plan a little bit um and we also plan ahead of time like if we know the places we want to go to we'd be like okay devin's gonna go grab these things i'll go grab these things then we'll meet up yeah and have everything at once instead of getting one thing at a time because you'll just end up waiting in like 30 minute lines every time also if you know things are popular get those first yes not even if they're gonna sell out just if the line's gonna be ridiculously long get in that line right away (laughs) and don't like waste your time doing anything else Mm -hmm. oh bring hats especially in the summer bring a hat Mm -hmm. and sunscreen sunscreen if you're wearing shorts Put sunscreen on the back of your knees because, oh my gosh, at Avra's sustainability pop-up market last summer. I got shoulder burn, though. The back of my legs were so <laughs> red. It hurt so bad. Um, yeah. Also, wear comfortable shoes. Yeah. Like, honestly, don't try and look cute at a food festival. Unless you're wearing our merch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's comfortable, though. Totally. Comfortable, cute. You know... Wear stretchy pants. <laughs> stretchy pants. Uh, wear stuff you don't mind, kind of like, like, it's not something like fancy to go to, right? Wear something you don't mind, like you can sit on the ground yeah. with and like all that stuff, whatever. It's kind of like, I don't know. And I know this is probably maybe a given, but have cash. Oh my God. I like, did not have cash yesterday. Majority of places are going to be cat would prefer cash or only yeah. cash. And then along with that, especially in smaller festivals. Yeah. Along with that. Probably wear pants that have pockets to carry your cash. Yes. Because it'd be way easier. Yes. You know, just like streamline the whole process. <laughs> <laughs> um, something we also like to do is look up before we go what's going to be there mm-hmm. and kind of do a mini game plan. We take this seriously. Oh, yeah. No, we don't mess around. <laughs> do a mini game plan about things we want to try this year. Um, And it is fun to go with friends if you yes, have, find friends to go with. Then you can get a bunch of things and try a and bunch split. of things without spending as much and without filling up on as much. Yeah, because something that I really don't something I re- sorry something <laughs> that I really don't like doing is like because like something that going back to the food mm-hmm. how people should serve food at food festivals smaller is better for me like i would rather a small bite like i'm not going to a food festival to have a huge meal yeah i'm going to a food festival to try a bunch of different things and i maybe that's again just us i don't haven't really talked to a lot of people about food festivals Mm -hmm. so i don't know how they view it like i don't want to go there and have one really good thing i'd rather have a bunch of really Mm -hmm. good things so like having that like bite size option that even just one person can have one or two people can split and then like have a bunch of different things that's like maybe a five dollar option yeah exactly so like you don't have to get you're not going to get full on one thing and not be able to get anything else or have to waste the food yeah that's a really hard part about food festivals deciding how to divide up your stomach space yeah exactly yeah and even like how much and savory stuff out. before we go into the dessert stuff you yeah know what and, I mean? and just timing it out mm-hmm. too um i also something that i never used to do like i used to go solely for the food and then just kind of leave but like planning things out like if there's workshops or speakers you want to go to planning it out that way too like planning breaks and like what workshop or speakers happening then what can i go see and talk about and things like that those are always fun Mm -hmm. yeah if you're gonna spend the whole day there which are like the toronto veg fest you can definitely do that because there's tons of stuff going on 
but like you need like a plan yeah i don't know i've never gone to a festival and just like the ones that i go to a festival and just wing it are usually not as fun for me Mm -hmm. in my opinion because you get overwhelmed so fast oh my god yeah i get overwhelmed as soon as i get there yeah (laughs) um uh what other tips do we have I think those are our main tips. I think so too. Yeah, no, I I think that's covers it. Are you excited for food festival season to start again? I don't know if we're going to go to as many as we did previous years. I feel I like we kind of just trashed them a lot. Like we did we talk about a lot of negative stuff? <laughs> okay, let's have the positive. <laughs> Uh, you get to meet great people and great businesses. It's true. It is an opportunity to learn. Yeah, it's it's a cool. Like I think we've we've actually we met some cool people going to Food Fest mm-hmm. and like some cool. We've connected with cool business owners and things like that and entrepreneurs there. That's really really cool. Mm-hmm. And again, like that kind of comes down to the festival atmosphere. Yeah, how you can have that type of experience from it. Yeah. So like. Especially, like, so, like, Hamilton's yesterday. Another, I'm going to go into another con. Mm -hmm. But, like, another thing that, like, because it was so busy and, like, people really wanted to help as many people as they could. Like, I almost felt like I didn't want to talk to anyone and distract them from, like, other sales they could get. Because I knew I wasn't going to buy anything, but I wanted to learn more. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to, like, if someone was waiting and, like, didn't want to wait too long and just leaves and, like, cost them a sale. You don't Mm want to do that. Yeah. It's, like, busy festivals are kind of, like, a weird balancing act. Yeah. And I always feel bad when I, like, I talk to the business and I'm, like, genuinely interested. But I don't know if I want to spend that money today. So, actually, I found this at Muskoka. A lot of the times I was asking, are you in stores anywhere or can I buy you online? Because I still do want to be able to support you. Yeah, I just don't know if I can do it today. Yeah. No, I know. But we bought a lot at Muskoka, though. Yeah. But I feel so bad when I can't support them. I know. Because, like, you know they're putting in a lot of work. And And a lot of money to go to a festival. It costs them money to be there. Yeah. It's exhausting to work a festival. Oh, my God. Like, I have so much respect for these people. I I hate working with Especially the Toronto one that's three days. Like, two and a half days I don't know how they do it. Insane. It's insane to me. I worked uh, for a past employer. I worked Comic-Con. Oh, my God. That would be stressful. Exhausting. It's like super stressful because not only is like it like you're dealing with big crowds, but you're also dealing it with for like 14 hours in one day because like you get there to set up. So like I remember when I was working Comic-Con, I had to get up at like 5 a.m. to get to work and to get all our stuff ready and go there so that we were set up before people got in. Mm -hmm. And then like it's there's really no point in doing shifts at a festival in my opinion maybe when you're working in food it's a lot different i wasn't working in food um there was no point in us doing shifts so we just kind of worked the whole day and then someone else would work the next day yeah but like we just worked the whole day so we'd be there from like 9 a.m to like when it closes at like eight or nine plus cleaning up afterwards and it's just like a lot to deal with people and like just the long day and because you have to have like a certain level of energy every time yeah or all it's a lot of work yeah working festival sucks yeah (laughs) it's fun but it sucks yeah i respect people (laughs) okay i got a question for you maybe the last question what like what festival do you really want to go to that you haven't been to yet like maybe some in the states or something oh out of portland i want to yeah there's like food and drink la or whatever Mm -hmm. that looks so good all the time people post about it 
be honest, I don't know tons about food festivals outside of the GTA. Mm-hmm. Like, is there ones that you want to go to? I'm sure there's one in New York that I'd love to go I, to. Yeah, the ones that crossed my mind were like LA, New York, Chicago. How does the big one? Don't Ooh, they? I think so. I think actually Chicago has Vegandale. Yeah, it's the same. You're right. It is the same thing. I mean, it'd be different stuff, yeah. but. But Portland would be cool. But I think it costs money. Even one like out west could be cool. Ooh, like something a in Vancouver BC. One. Yes, I'm looking at them now. I would be because May has vet chest. Kelowna has a vet chest. <gasps> when is it? May twenty sixth. Damn it! You're not there. That's like right after. <laughs> oh, that sucks. But yeah, because I feel like we aren't as impressed with the ones in the GTA just because it is all the same stuff. So maybe going to completely different ones would be like a refreshing experience. Victoria, BC has one in July. Mm. Vancouver's has theirs in on July twenty seventh. Vancouver Vegan Festival. It's a new event, apparently. Oh. So it might be its first year. Interesting. Yeah. That would be very cool because you'd experience completely different brands, right? Yeah. No, yeah. Things that you would have... Yeah. Like, I'm sure some of it would be similar like, like the, the big brands. Yeah. Um, like, Daya would probably be there and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But, like, you'd probably get a lot of cool small brands that yeah. you would, wouldn't hear of Actually, normally. like, one somewhere like Kelowna where it's a small place... You'd get the really unique yeah. brands. I'd also really like to go to ones in like Edmonton or yeah. like um, Calgary or something because like they're not huge cities. Mm-hmm. They're still and there's like very much farm yeah. areas of Canada. So like I'd be curious to see what kind of vegan brands and stuff are out there mm-hmm. because I feel like it's got probably has a good vegan scene. So yeah. Winnipeg's got a veg fest. Oh, we should go to Montreal's. We Man, always say that. We did like a cross country a veg fest tour yeah that'd be so cool one day that would be so fun um we should go to montreal's this year when is it? it's in september september 21st to 22nd man september is so busy it is a busy one because toronto's is also toronto is beginning of toronto's is september 6th to 8th this year and then edmonton has one in september guelph has one in september peterborough has one in september bronte bronte wow oakville has one in September. Winnipeg has one in September. Montreal and Halifax. Jeez. Major ones, man. Halifax would be cool, too. Would be very interesting because mm-hmm. it's a small community mm-hmm. out there. And they, like, keep to themselves very much, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So that would be really cool to go to. But, yeah, we should go to Montreal this year if we can. Try and make it work. We'll try. Even just one day. Yeah. We'd, like, that but would be, a like, a long an, way to go. For- it would be an early wake. Like, it would be dedication to go for a day because it's a five-hour drive at least. Mm-hmm. so you'd have to wake up at like oh my gosh imagine you left here by like 5 a.m to get there for 10 a.m spend like a few hours there and just come back oh man that's <laughs> exhausting to think about i love montreal though i, I would do it let's do it okay but let's maybe move let's, the squad let's stay over a night yeah i'm fine with that yeah. <laughs> okay let's bring the squad with us we totally should it's more fun with them i agree yeah no it is fun when you go with people that's the one thing that i think everyone should just go with people and even if you don't have any vegan friends like bring a non-vegan friend that is curious or open-minded because i think that they would benefit like the first time i went to toronto veg fest with you yeah i learned so much yeah that was such a good experience i honestly think i guess if you're in the position where you're a vegan you've been vegan a while you've been to these festivals they're starting to get the same it actually might be more fun Mm-hmm. to bring someone who hasn't been before or who isn't vegan because then you get to introduce them to all these things that you know about already exactly. and you kind of almost like act as a tour guide yeah. for them which would be kind of cool and seeing like them get excited about it kind of like refreshes your excitement about it yeah yeah no that's a good idea mm-hmm. 
Like, I think it'd be cool to bring, like, my dad or something. My oh, my God, please. Let's just bring my parents and let's bring your parents. <laughs> and we'll just do a parent tour of VegFest. Sounds so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pump them to full of drinks first. Oh. Be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's kind of covers it for I food so. festivals i'm excited i don't know which ones we're going to no we this have year. not decided we i mean find... definitely toronto yeah and that's... that's about it that's the only one that we've yeah. like confirmed all right well that's gonna be it for this episode of the podcast we hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about all things food festivals if you have recommendations for food festivals that we should hit up let us know you can reach out to us on social we are at two market girls or you can send us an email at two market girls at gmail.com uh, to see any of our vegan recipes and shenanigans you can check out our youtube channel we are two market girls and our blog is at two market um subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes and that's gonna be it yeah Hope to see you at a food festival. Yeah, yeah. If you see us, come say hi. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.